Blog Talk Radio. Ten, nine, now, now, get ready for Buzzworthy Radio, the show that gets you up close and personal with some of today's hottest stars. Got a question? Call in at 646-595-4228. Now, here's Navelle J. Lee. Wow. Holy crap. Hey, everybody. Welcome into Buzzworthy Radio in the place where I used to call home five years ago around this time here at blogtalkradio.com. I'm Navelle J. Lee. That hasn't changed. And I, seriously, I, I can't believe that I am back here in a place that I once called home five years. Five years ago. I cannot believe I did my first podcast here. Absolutely amazing to me how flew. Simply, simply amazing. And we've had so many great people stop by here in the show within the past five years. I, I I can't even believe it. And I'm I'm sitting here right now trying to remember them all. And frankly, I just can't simply because it's been so many. And <laughs> I I just want to first of all say thank you to everybody who has made the five years that I've been here doing this podcast so much fun, so enjoyable. You you guys really have been truly, truly amazing, and I want to thank you so much for the support. And I definitely need to give a shout-out to who I did start this off with, Matthew Preston, uh, my my former co-host when we first started the show five years ago, and he was with us for about a year and a half. And, you know, dude, I know you're out there listening right now and you, you're right now telling me to keep buzzing on with the show and you know, dude, thank you so much for everything that you have done with the show when we when we started doing this together in, in, in this time and I can't say thank you enough to Roger Newcomb. I feel like I'm I'm getting an Academy Award speech something like that. That's what I feel like right now and I can't really say too much because <laughs> It has been. It has been truly. It's been truly amazing, and I feel totally, totally blessed and totally honored uh, to have lasted this long to to be doing this show. And I can't express enough thank yous to Roger Newcomb for giving me my start to doing this show. And I, I can't say enough about him. You know, because of him, that's why I'm here right now. I'm here right now broadcasting to you. And for those of you that are actually wondering this right now, I am not in my underwear. I am not naked. I'm actually still in my work clothes. So I had no time to even get into my undershorts. So I am doing this podcast fully clothed. That's right. I'm doing this fully clothed. I have, well, I have my scrubs on. So I have on more than undershorts. I actually, I have on a nice dark blue scrub set that I'm wearing. So, yeah, I'm totally not naked right now. I'm totally doing it up. And I guess why not? Why shouldn't I do it up? It is my five years. I might as well just keep on, you know, I should I should dress up or at least put on some clothes for it. And, frankly, I did. So, so for those of you that are wondering if I was going to do it in my undies, I'm sorry to disappoint you. It just didn't happen that way. Coming up in tonight's, show, I was very excited that we were able to get 
one of my good peeps that we love having here on the show as many times as he's been here. Daniel Goddard from CBS Daytime's The Young and the Restless is stopping by. And whenever he gets on this show, I have absolutely no idea what's going to come out of our mouths. That's just the way it is. <laughs> it's just the way it is. It's going to wind up turning into something that I couldn't even imagine. So I'm looking forward to that when he, when he gets here. And, of course, my good friend, Mr. Roger Newcomb, as I just mentioned, from We Love Soaps TV, will also be making a nice little bit of a surprise visit here later on on the show. Um, I definitely wanted to get him here, especially to celebrate the, uh, the five years of the show. And this is another thing, too. After all this time, after all this time, my first live show in about a year, my first live show in about a year, can you believe? I, I mean, I haven't done any live shows for about one year, and this is my first one. And what better way to do a live show than to do one with Mr. Goddard himself? So I am looking forward to taking your calls this evening. And if you want to get in on the conversation, you can always dial in at 646-595-4228. I actually just opened the chat room as of now. So guys, refresh your browsers because... We now have the chat room up and running. And get in there. Start chatting away. Hopefully, if you guys don't want to call in, you can always post your questions in the chat room. I'm on Twitter all the time at the Buzzworthy Radio, so you can definitely shoot your questions over there as well. I want to get a couple of names here so I'll know who is actually on the line. Um, area code 202, who is this and where you're calling from? Hey, Navelle, it's uh, Scott in D.C. Oh, man, how are you, sir? been a long time. It has been a long time. Yes, I, I, I uh, very much remember your early days, and uh, I was getting really, um, I was kind of involved with the uh, with As the World Turns and um, and some of the groups with that and Roger, and um, and you've come a long way, baby. Oh well, thank you, thank you very much, and. <laughs> um, Wow, going back to all that, I mean, you were around for when we did the Jake Silverman, Van Hansis shows, and I mean, you practically were there for all the Aswell Turn shows. Oh, and yeah, I was, I was regular. You were the regular, you were the regular guy for those shows, and you, you just seem, you, you're so much fun when you called in, so. Well, thank you, and, and I uh, I hope that your um, your tenure is as long as Andy Reid's. <laughs> oh God. Um well about Andy Reid. And that game yesterday, you really want to make me cry on my fire. You make me cry. I mean that game yesterday it was it was pitiful. And both teams were nothing to cry home about. I I mean Dallas Cowboys and the Eagles combined, I mean they really are two of the most fantastic teams so far this season. I and I'm an Eagles fan, ladies and gentlemen, and I have no shame in admitting this. No, and, Whereas, I, and I have Michael, Michael Vick is my fantasy quarterback, and I was just crushed when he had when he got concussed. Let's be honest here. Did you really think that he was not going to wind up being in this game without a concussion somewhere? Because this just yeah, seems to be oh all the time. Yeah, the way the way he plays, so um, you know. Uh, enthusiastic and running around um, and he has no offensive line. So, you know, I don't, I, I, I thought it was only a, really a matter of time. Cause they just keep, they keep hitting him. 
you know my timeline was filled up with people talking about foals after yeah. they put in. Notice how my timeline got quiet. <laughs> Notice how my timeline got quiet when the Cowboys scored in less than five minutes. <laughs> and I know when Roger comes in, please uh, please uh, let him know that I, I he's such a Falcon lover that uh, I know he was a little disappointed also with yesterday. I will do that. Thank you so much, Scott. I'm going to put you back on hold. I believe I have somebody here to I need to introduce. All right. So, uh, and, uh, and please just, and for uh, Daniel, just make sure to mention that uh, he's so great on Facebook with his fans and that um, we really appreciate him. And, you know, maybe there'll be some other, other than Adam being gay for a day, we're hoping that maybe a gay character will eventually peek into Young the Restless again. But no. Thanks, Scott. Take it easy. Have a great uh, anniversary show. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks so much, Scott. I guess I need to introduce this person onto the show now because if I don't, then I don't know what. But this guy pretty much is one of my favorites here on the show. Pretty much one of my favorites overall. He's from The Young and the Restless, plays the role of Kane Ashby. And as I said before, whenever he's here, I have absolutely no idea what this fool is going to say on the air. And majority of the time, it embarrasses me so much that I can't do nothing but laugh at him. One of my favorite, if not only Aussie, that I know is here on the show. And he goes by the name of... what? his name? Um, it's on the tip of my tongue. I'm sorry. I, I can't think of it. Daniel Goddard, is it? Is that my cue to speak? I think so. How you doing? Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was so meek and mellow and low. Like, you, what? <laughs> well, I, you know, I've had, I've had a really busy weekend. I, actually, I'm kind of tired, man. I, I, I uh, and I, I see the thing is today's a public holiday. I keep thinking it's Sunday, but it's really Monday. So I've had like three days of just a lot of stuff to do, and uh, I'm a little 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 tired today. How, how's your day been? You're you're tired, and you actually took time out to call into my show. Yeah, I'm flattered. flattered. Well, you know the reason I'm calling in is to find out if you're still if you're still wearing your underwear, or if you actually progress to like uh, clothes when you do your show. I. I told people in the beginning that I rushed home from work to start this up, so I haven't even had time to get into my underwear, so I'm actually still dressed. I'm actually wearing clothes doing this interview right now. Are you rushed home from uh, from CVS? CVS? Really? Did you really just go there right now with me? <laughs> no, you, did you How work today? You really? You. you work today? Did you, uh, did, did, you dis- did you distribute... Um, Drugs the doctors uh, said you deserve and need. <laughs> um, yeah, I did. I did at Walgreens, folks. I don't work at CVS, just so you know. You know, actually, it's <laughs> ironic. I, I, I found a news article. I've been meaning to post this on your on your uh, Facebook, your Twitter page for a while. I found a news article a while back, and ironically, it was about. Um, in China, they got busted selling uh, capsules that have ground-up dead babies in them. And what? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Korean customs found them, and they 
they confiscated like a couple of thousand tablets, and they were talking about it. But I was looking at it on um, on like Reuters news app, and at the bottom yeah. of the story, there was a Walgreens ad that came up, and I'm like, okay, that's awesome. I'm looking at this ad that's talking about like dead baby capsules in China, and then a Walgreens ad popped up, and I was like, <laughs> that's classy. <laughs> do, do, they, do, they vet, do they vet the ads that come up with the news stories? I mean, while I'm talking to you, I'm actually scrolling to my phone trying to find this. I'll text it to you. <laughs> oh, so, see, so, so what, now what, what, I'm what, ashamed what, of where I work. You realize no, that you, now, right? You, should you, should, be you shouldn't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. I shouldn't be ashamed? No, not, not at all. Not at all. So uh, okay. so what, what have I missed? How are things going? Things, things couldn't be better, man. I... First of all, I can't believe that I've done this thing for five years. Happy uh, I, anniversary. I, I, oh, thank you very much. Thank you for coming here for this. I, I mean, really, I first person that popped into my mind when I was doing this was to ask you, and why the hell not, man? Why the hell not? You know what? That, that's, that's my motto, man. Why the hell not? Why the hell not? So, uh... Do we uh is, is this gonna be any different? Do we have a, a different format or are we just gonna just talk about the fact that you're a, a radio host who hosts from his underwear when he finishes his job or <laughs> I'm not in my <laughs> I'm not in see, my underwear tonight. Yeah, I, I still For think one that night. I'm on a night. I I think you're missing out on a large section of the population that if you actually went with the underwear thing, you could have a niche market, my friend. <laughs> you know Wait, I mean? Okay, so I love the fact that you're cracking on me about the fact that I do my shows in my undies. But you're the one that likes to go on and talk about naked things all the time. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you don't, have to, you don't have to be sorry. You do. I'm, I'm trying to find this picture. It's driving me crazy. I can't see it. I've been meaning. I've been meaning to uh, clean out my uh, my uh, photos in my phone, but I got so many photos here. I keep referring back to just the kids and just different things in different places that if I do that, then they'll only be on my uh, computer when I want them. I won't have them. I'm going to find this thing if it kills me. So is anybody listening? Are we, are we, uh, did we, are we, are we talking to peeps or what, what's, oh, what's, yeah. what's your, what's your plan, we're, man? I'm going to be talking to peeps. People do, you, do, you have any, do you have any like, like really good journalistic questions which you're going to pose to me or you're going to throw me to the wolves when have i ever had you on this show where it sounded like it was real journalistic stuff i was going to say for a second i thought you were going to say when is the last time you threw me to the wolves i was going to correct you saying no when is the last time you actually asked any journalistic integrity questions which had integrity Integrity. oh i'm sorry integrity i'm sorry let me let me rephrase when did i ever have journalistic integrity whenever i was talking to you It's never, right now, the very ne- first one with my skills to multitask is I look at pictures and I try and talk, and uh, I'm going to find this thing if it kills me. <laughs> Don't find it for my benefit. No, oh, no, no, no. 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 It, it's all for your benefit. It's all for my it, benefit? Uh, it's definitely for your benefit. Hey, remember remember when we were on the show that Shawana was on, she was talking to you about Christoph St. John, and you had the balls to actually tell him. Call. Him? Call it here. Yeah. Yeah. What the F, man? 
<laughs> oh, wow, I thought you were going to say that you, you turned around, you've done the same thing, and then Christopher was about to jump on the phone. That, that, that's awesome. I, I wish. I don't have that kind of power that you have. No, trust me, I, I don't have that kind of power. You, you don't have that kind of power. Okay. Not at all. All right. God, I'm now yeah. I'm looking at... Uh, hang on a second. No, no, that's not it. <laughs> you are not picture, the cause. I have a picture of a bidet here. <laughs> Like, why is there a picture of a bidet in my phone? I don't know where I took it. Hang on. A bidet? Really? A bidet, mate. Hang on. Mm. Mm. Maybe nice. that's where I took it. You're getting a haircut tomorrow. You're finally yeah. cutting your chia pet hair. Yeah, but you know what? It doesn't look like chia pet anymore because I had it cut uh, probably about two and a half weeks ago, and I pulled all the bulk out of it because George at work wouldn't cut my hair. And I, and I was like, you need to take out some of the bulk and, 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 and trim it a little bit. He's like, but where it's got to go, if I trim it, it's going to take forever to get there. So um, I, I've already ha- I went and got it trimmed somewhere else. And then I'm now kind of questioning if I'm going to cut it. I don't know, man. I'm kind of torn. Because it's not cheap. No, no, no. Don't go back on it. Cut, cut your hair, please. I, please, I'm begging you. Cut your hair. <laughs> we, need, we need to have a poll. Because we, we we needed to have a poll and uh, and and we'll, we'll, tonight we'll see what the verdict is. Please, listeners, please, I beg you, tell him to cut his hair. Oh, if I you love it. me, if you love me, please have him cut his hair. Oh, hang on, I, I got it, I got it, I got it, I found it. You found it? Yeah, yeah, I found it. All right, I, I got to text you this picture. Hang on a sec, let me crop <laughs> this. So, uh, no, I'll leave it this. It's all intact. Right, hang on a sec. All right, man, it's, it's totally worth it. Man. All right, I have my phone like right here. I like wait, I like grab it. Wait, wait, wait. So. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got you under Nivelle. I've got you under as, as uh, the worst journalist to walk the face of the earth. Hang on a sec. There you go. Whoa! <laughs> trust me, folks. He's gonna. He actually will say that to me. No lie. And <laughs> if you do want to get on this conversation tonight. Uh, you can dial in at six four six five nine five four two two eight, where I will throw him to the wolves. I have no shame in doing that at all. Yeah, and, just saying. All right. While I wait for that, I do want to bring on Scott, who was on when we first started. Mr. Scott from D.C. What's hey, up? Hey, Hey, Daniel. Hey, Scott. How you doing, my friend? Is your, I'm is, your, is your last name yeah. Novak? I'm sorry. Is your last name Novak, or it is? No. No, this is Ed, no, this is Scott. This is my friend Scott Edwards. Oh, Scott Edwards. Okay. But we uh, are Facebook friends, so maybe that's where you know me. Perfect. Hey, I, I did, Novell, did you get the picture? It's downloading right now. Wow. Do you have AT and T? I have Sprint. Oh wow. Really? I used to have yeah. Sprint off of the old Fantastic. No, it's not. Not at all. How, how, how's D.C., Scott? D.C. is good. We may um, get some um, uh, politicians back in town pretty soon. Oh, where, where'd they go? Oh, they've been campaigning for about uh, four months. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that's yeah. the... Uh... The old campaign, the old, the the old. We want your vote. We need your vote. Then you don't hear it from us for like four more years. I love it. I've always, I've never got that part of the whole election thing. It's like they're so available, and then all of a sudden they become so unavailable so quickly. 
That's very true. What do you, what do, you do in D.C.? Um, I actually do TV production for the uh, the Senators. Oh wow! There's, there's a that, that's cool. We have our own television studios in the basement of the Capitol, and so they come and do live feeds, and um, we control like some of the hearings out of there, and uh, and they're, they're you know there's some there's some good ones, believe it or not. <laughs> I'm sure in some way it's probably more entertaining than the Bell Show. Whoa. Oh, come on, man! Think about it. Some some, some standards down in the basement of, of the building, like talking about really important matters. I mean, that, that's that's pretty riveting. And, and they're not in their underwear. <laughs> they're not. See, that's the problem. They they could step up the entertainment factor very easily if they did that. <laughs> oh wow! If not, I they feel need like, to go and, I feel like I'm on a, ni- a nice roast right now. This is amazing. Hey, I you, love have it. Have you got the? Do you have the picture yet? Sprint sucks. Man, I, I gotta tell you. I thought AT and T was bad. My my phone is actually crap. Let me tell you if it says delivered or not. I don't know. I don't know. Let me see what it says. Ah, there but it is. I've, there it you is. Got it? Yes, I did. Oh my God! Really? Is that awesome? <laughs> What? Are you really? <laughs> it seriously has Walgreens up on top of the arc. It does. <laughs> They're ro- they rotating ads through the thing, and I was like, okay. They probably did it where just the word pills came up or something, and therefore there must be some method to the madness. I mean, it's probably not ad hoc. It's probably like a, a calculated thing, you know? <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, no, it, it made it me all, think about you. On, it all depends, really, too. If you had, uh, sometimes if you search, like, something so much in your browser, that will come up in your ad space. Like, if, I, if I'm if i on um, Levi jeans, ordering a pair of jeans, then that's all I'll see in my ad space is stuff about Levi's. Okay. So you're trying to suggest I've been searching a lot of Walgreens stuff, or...? I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, it is one of the best pharmacies out there, you know, not tooting my own horn or anything because I work for the company, you know. Exactly, and that's very important, my friend, that, that you you let them know that that you that you're there for them. Do they still have all property off candy corn? All property and stuff discussed in this show has is not properly endorsed by Walgreens, ladies and gentlemen. Just so you know. What was your comment? What was your comment, Scott? That you had for me that you wanted to bring to him? You you mentioned well, something in the beginning of the show. Well, I just think uh, Daniel's so great on Facebook, and I wanted to you know you seem so great with your fans, and um, as someone who's voted like for some of you know in the soap rags, I, it's I, it's no wonder that you're always on the top because I just think you're terrific with with that, and I want to thank you for that. No, thank you, Scott. You know I appreciate that, and and I, you know, I appreciate more that you, anything that you would actually come on the Bell Show and, and and say such wonderful things. You know, in the presence of someone as 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 uh, as esteemed as Navelle. Um, He's a Dan rather a blog talk. Of all places, no, no. I, I mean, you know, I'm I'm a very lucky guy, and you know, I'm on a serious note, and I, I have. I'm, I'm blessed to have such a great job and have such great fans, and you know I, I love giving back as much as possible because the fans have always been there for me, especially after 2010, 
Um, and uh, what was it 2011? It was 2011, right? 2011, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, I just, I appreciate it. I, I really do appreciate it. Thank you. Not not a problem. And, and do you think you'd do better on Top Chef or Dancing with the Stars? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I'll put it this way. I, I We went and had dinner at, what was that show called? Hell's Kitchen. And I was right. really unimpressed with the quality of the food. I mean, really unimpressed. And I, I, I don't think it would be, I don't think it would be, uh, easy to be worse than the chefs were on that. Um, wow. But, but then again, there's some really good guys dancing on uh, Dancing with the Stars. And I always think it'd be harder for the guys because you, there's the man you want to lead. Um, and you see a lot of these guys who are on the show dancing and they're kind of being led around by the girls. So you kind of question whether or not you could go on, learn the dances as fast and look look good enough to do it. Like I think it was it was a Jill's Marini, Jill's Marino or um he he was really good at what at the stuff he was doing. I haven't seen the season. Um is he still in it? Was he in it in the first place? He is. It's it, he's it's an all-star edition. It's got like Emmett Smith and um actually Kelly Monaco from General Hospital. And, yeah, yeah, uh, we They shoot they shoot over where we shoot wine art over at uh I think they're in stage 36. We walked past it the other day. Um but I, 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 it would be a very interesting experience to do it. And because they, they literally shoot right next door to us, it wouldn't be that difficult to do it. But the problem is it's ABC and we're CBS. So that's, even that's though I was an, wondering if it was yeah. you know, maybe a, a, a network thing. It's definitely a network thing because you have uh, – ironically, they shoot it at CBS, but it's for ABC that you'll, you probably will never see anybody from CBS. So uh, I don't know. I've always thought that cross-promotion is good and I wouldn't – if you can get people to go and do a show that, you know, but we'll see. But it'd be fun. It'd be, uh, I remember watching Cameron Matheson do it, and I was thinking, wow, he was in New York shooting. He'd have to fly out to L.A., then fly back to New York, and it must be exhausting. It just must yeah, that, be exhausting. Yeah. Especially that cross-country stuff. Well, yeah, yeah I think totally. you'd be great. Thank you. It, it would be good. I I think it, was, it comes down to which partner you get. Um you know, you see people who get Cheryl Burke. Um, she, she very good teacher, very good partner, and and then you saw some people who got editor. And uh, I, I think it comes down to who who you end up with. I, I think it makes a big difference because I think what Cheryl had like three winners, didn't she have a uh, uh, Drew Lachey and Mario Lopez? Uh, oh no, Mario had um, what's her name? Not Svetlana, Katerina. You, you wouldn't want Kirstie Alley to be your partner. No, no, because I think the, the two of us together would uh, it, it would just uh, it, it would, we need someone who's got the uh, we need someone like Navelle. I've seen Navelle dance. You know, he, he'd be a good um, he'd be a good water boy. You know, when somebody gets thirsty and needs some water, and they're like, oh here, wow, thirsty. <laughs> you know, and he He's could dance the- he, he could dance over with some water. It'd be awesome. And he definitely would have the, the, the hat throw. I do sure. have that. I do have that. I, I, I've oh, seen yeah. him throw his hat. <laughs> hey, hey, so what happened? What happened, man? Like, I, I saw your post that, you know, uh, you, um, hang on a second, I got someone. Hey, Bob, what's up? <laughs> that is, is terrible. Oh, water boy. Did he, no, did he really call me a water boy? 
Seriously? Who? Him. I don't think so. No? Huh. No. Not okay. at all. But okay. I, 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 me... I think I, I appreciate talking with y'all, and uh, it's going to be a great show, I'm sure. And again, tell Roger, please, hello for me. Absolutely. Take care, bud. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Sorry. So anyway, um, so what happened? What, what did somebody say something on your thing about something, or because I noticed that it seemed to have upset you quite much. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, about that. That was uh, yeah, yeah. Something's happening here at home, and one of my best friends is definitely going through something right now, right. and. Something that was said about him, as well as myself, um, was going around that I found out about, right. which I was not too fond of. So I kind of, I kind of lambasted on Facebook, and I'm pretty much, I'm pretty much the guy that's like, you know, if you really have the balls to basically talk about me behind my back, you should have the balls to talk about me to my face. So, like, that's, that's petty high school drama stuff that I kind of wanted to get out of, only to have it still continuing on. So it's kind right. of it's ridiculous. It's one of those things I find ridiculous. It's one of those things that kind of gets me pissed off very, very quickly. I don't know why, but that's how it is. Okay. And it's it's just it's it's just something that uh I, I know he you know, he doesn't want to talk about what's going on and I respect him for that, but I, I will say that especially if you try to involve myself in the matter where I'm not involved and where I should not be involved, yeah, I will bring it to your attention kind of a thing. So, you know, it, you. It, 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 was, it was definitely uh, it was definitely an upsetting moment there for maybe about 15 minutes because I had to throw something or someone. So <laughs> did I, I, I have no shame in admitting that right now. None whatsoever. None All right. whatsoever. Yeah, it was funny. So I read Jillian Bowe's post. Everyone's like, "My God, you got divorced at 17. I was like, "No, he said he got divorced from high school. That means he left high school." Graduated. Yeah. <laughs> Are you actually graduated? Wow! What, please, I graduated in the top 15 of my class out of 150 people. Wait, wait, wait! Were there 15 people in the class or 16? 153. Thank you. 153. 153. Okay. And I was in the top 15 of my class. And what? And what? With a 4.0 GPA. Really? Oh, oh! You didn't expect that, did you? I, I've never understood what the 4.0 GPA means. That, that's an American thing. What is that like? You uh, is is that out of 10 or is it out of 10? <laughs> <laughs> out of 10. I love how you're so tired as you claim to be. You can still stick it to me. You are uh, amazing. You are amazing. <laughs> I, I, I rally for you. I always will. Oh, thank you very much. Let's see. All right. Who is this person that I probably will know in a matter of seconds? 773 area code. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Oh, Mr. Buzzworthy. Thank you. From uh, Oh, Evanston. Mr. Buzzworthy. <laughs> Ooh, Mr. Hello. Cool. <laughs> well, didn't I call you Mr. Cool a long time ago? <laughs> you don't remember it, it, me? It. 
If you did, <laughs> oh, then... you do remember me. Navelle, if, if one did... person in your entire life has called you cool, you should remember who it is. Uh, it's been a while. I, I don't know. I don't it know, has man. been a while. In fact, I wanted to say something to you really bad. Uh-oh. Well, first of all, I want to ask how you are, how you are, because I don't know if you're in New York or not. Oh, um, I'm actually doing okay. I'm actually in Jersey, and luckily enough, um, Hurricane Sandy and the Nor'easter um, did not affect where I lived. I actually oh. had no flooding. I had no flooding. I had no power outages, and I, I made out pretty well here. Uh, the eye of the storm actually missed where I was at. It was it was aimed for me, but it turned. So I was lucky enough to admit it. But, I mean, unfortunately, there were areas in my town that were affected by the storm. They did lose some things. I know one of my close friends um, had three foot had three feet of water in their house and lost everything. And Ooh. some other areas, some areas were affected by the storm um, with flooding and had some damage that wasn't as major as that. But... I, I was I was very fortunate, especially since I live by the river. I, I was very fortunate enough that I did not get any any anything disastrous happen in, in my home. So I, I appreciate you asking me that. Thank you very much. Oh, you're very welcome. I, I I I almost wish I could ask you a favor and make sure that Joanne is okay and uh, she, the other one, doing, Brandon. She is doing okay. I, I did I did I did talk to her. Well, I did see her um, message something out there um so she is she is doing fine um she is also in the new york area joanne is in the new york area and um brandon i have not spoken to brandon so i'm really but i have seen him post as well so i'm assuming he is okay as well but i i do appreciate you asking me that i know hurricane sandy affected a lot of people and in our area here in new jersey especially in atlantic city and ocean city they lost everything and in New York, too, they were affected. So I, I do appreciate you asking this question. Thank you very much. Well, sure. And and um, I, I kind of wish you would thank jo- Joanne for me. I had the privilege of talking to uh, the one that plays Edward Quartermain, and next week they're going to be doing uh, a very special thing for him before Thanksgiving, their Thanksgiving yeah, yes, special. Yes, yes. Um, for those of you who don't know, John Ingle who played the role of Edward Quartermain on General Hospital, uh, passed away. And he will be having a special episode um, done for him within the next couple of weeks. And within no, next, next week, week, I believe. Thanksgiving. It's, it's going to be the, Well, it's going to be Wednesday before Thanksgiving because okay. the Thanksgiving, on actually Thanksgiving, they do the reruns. Okay. So they're going to do it. They're doing it next week before before the holiday and Tuesday and Wednesday. They should really should do Wednesday. it Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. But uh, no, that's them. Uh, okay. Very. Uh, thank you very much for letting me know that because uh, I thought I actually thought it was two weeks from now. But yeah. Oh, for, I'm for glad I told you. <laughs> yes, uh, John Ingle was. A, yes, John Ingle was a very good actor, and uh, it was a pleasure. Um, listening to him on Joanne's show, and we we here at our show, as well as many others, um, uh, miss him very well, um, very dearly. And you know, John Ingle was definitely one of the best. And 
may you rest in peace and my condolences go out to his family and make sure you guys watch the the shows next week where they honor Edward Quartermain and John Ingle on the show. And I know the Thanksgiving shows will honor um, Edward Quartermain as well as him. So um, check it out on ABC at uh, 2 p.m. Eastern and 1 at Central and Pacific Time. And uh, Rita, I, I Mr. Buzzworthy, I have something else I have to say to you. A long time yes, ago, course. you asked if we were do, did everything we could to save the ABCs, but one of your guests said something to you. I think it was from Days of Our Lives. They said we're okay. privately owned, and I'm computer illiterate, and it's probably too late for... Um, you know, all my children in one life to live. But if yeah. you can get, if you could go on the email or whatever you call it and suggest to the one last one on ABC to get together with the producers or the writers of Days of Our Lives, if they could be privately owned, then it wouldn't matter if ABC was stupid because enough to want to try to get rid of them because it, I think it, the way it, they made it sound like, you know, commercials of pay for it and and help them keep on there and it's I not actually, as big a cost I, I to NBC. To, I actually will stop you right there. I I don't really know specifically all all of those details and that, and I wouldn't. Even though, even if I did know the first way to go about it, I probably would not be able to do anything in order to um, suggest something like that. Um, okay. As far as you know, in, in, in that retrospect, but you know, I appreciate the suggestion. I appreciate you um, calling in, especially um, asking how I was after Hurricane Day and everything. Oh. I do appreciate. All right. Well, I appreciate you calling on me, and I hope your 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 guest from uh, what is it, Young and the Restless? <laughs> yes, yes. I I hope he's doing okay. <laughs> he better. Uh, I'm doing I'm doing fine. Thank you very much for asking. Well, that's good. <laughs> all right, Rita. Thank you so much. Take care. Well, right. I appreciate you you letting me listen to all these and. Um, please thank uh, Joe. I'm glad I got a chance to tell you to watch it next week. It's going to be very emotional. Absolutely. I'm definitely going to check it out. Thank you so much for letting me know. Oh, 1-800-868-3411. And it's not too late for you to vote. Oh, for Kelly Monaco on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> I actually vote online. I vote online, so I don't do mine through the phone. I actually vote online, so... I will I will definitely be on that as soon as the show's over, definitely. Well that's that's the number. I don't know what it is on the internet, but it's one eight hundred eight six eight three four one one. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Take care. Well thank you. Can I finish listening to you guys? Oh, I appreciate oh, you letting me and thank you for letting me call in. <laughs> no problem. That was awesome. Wow. Well, well, well. That was great. It was, it, was, it was nice to sit back and listen to that. Good for you. I'm glad to hear that you're fine in Dover, Jersey, and you know that's, that was a hard. Uh, it's been a hard. That time. was a. It was a brutal storm, and 
like I said, with the with the one who lost everything in her home, they couldn't even stay there anymore. Um, not to mention the fact people in my area have summer homes in Atlantic City and Ocean City that pretty much now lost everything. The boardwalk is gone. I, I just, my heart goes out to everybody right now who yeah. has been affected by this storm. And uh, it's just, it's it's been hard on a lot of people. And then with the nor'easter that hit the week after, uh, I mm-hmm. just, can't even ima- I can't even imagine can't even imagine what they're going through right now. Like I said, I I'm very fortunate to be able to sit here and talk to you right now. But yeah, there's some that are still without power. Which is which you without- know what I was watching Anderson Cooper and, and uh, uh, it is bizarre to think in, in one of the greatest cities of the world that that there's no power and the situation still going on. Um you know, thoughts for everybody out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Got another one for you. All right. 918 area code. What is your name? Where are you calling from? Uh-oh. 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 We got feedback. 918. You there? Can you can you hear me? Absolutely. I can now. Can you right. can you hear me? Hello. I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear us? Hi, Daniel. Hey, my friend. How are you? What's your name? Uh, my name is Alberto. Alberto, how are you, man? Are you good? I'm I'm great. I'm great. Where, where are you calling? Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Tulsa, Oklahoma. How is uh, Oklahoma I'm, tonight? Uh, we are great. We are is great. It getting, is it getting cold down there yet, or? Uh, no, no snow yet. No, not not yet. <laughs> yeah, LA LA's got cold recently. We we had, we had like. Let's say August and September. September was really hot. We were probably sitting in the hundreds every day of the uh, of the week, and then all of a sudden the temperatures dropped off in the last week. We now now it's kind of crisp at night, which is nice. Well, we we got down to uh, 29 degrees last night, so it's pretty okay. cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It is. And uh, what is snow due soon or? Uh, well, I haven't heard anything about snow yet, but yeah, uh, I, I'm pretty sure we'll get some snow eventually. Okay. How, are, you, are you born and bred there? Uh, no, actually, I was raised in California. Okay. Oh. And 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 I've been watching The Young and the Restless since I was 12 years old. So I've been a long time fan of The Young and the Restless. Thank you very much, Alberto. I, I, I appreciate, and, appreciate and, that. And and Daniel, I, I you you probably don't remember me, but I I've actually met you on two occasions. Uh, you know the funny thing is, I, I I know the sound of your voice. Well, the, uh, uh, where, where, where did you meet? Well, uh, the first time was uh, I I went to see you in North Carolina. Okay. And uh, when you guys were on the auditorium asking, and yep. uh, Christian LeBlanc was hosting it, and I asked you a question, and you said, "Is that Alberto out there?" And I said, "Yeah." <laughs> and there then of course. And then I and then I met you at the Young and Restless fan club dinner uh, last year. Last year. Yes. Perfect. I was hoping I was hoping they'd have another one this year, but but I guess it didn't uh, pan out. But yeah, uh, yeah I I did, they, I, they they plan on doing them every two years. I, th- I think there was talk of doing one this year, but uh, I, I think in order to pull it off at the last uh, last moment and organizing it was just a little bit too much work for Kathy. So. Uh, yeah, and Kathy. Then, yeah, she she really uh, uh, keeps in touch with the fans, yeah, very she much does. so. She she's 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 amazing. 
she she's a good lady. She's a good lady, and she she helps organize the the fan event that Josh Morrow and I have done uh, twice. Now as Correct. well, she yeah she goes above and beyond. She she's a, she's a, she's an asset to the show and to all the fans. Well, I, I was actually wondering if I could ask you a question, Daniel. Sure. I was wondering when you were, when you guys were doing the uh, uh, the you you were playing your brother Caleb. Yes. I thought it was really interesting the way you were playing him with all those really weird ticks. Uh, that, I was just mesmerized <laughs> by that. I was really mesmerized by that. So I was. Uh, my question is this. Um, are you disappointed that they dropped that story? You know what? I would have enjoyed playing a little longer, but I think basically what happened is is that um, the fan outcry was so was so great that um, people wanted Kane back. So I think that they basically just fast tracked the story to get Kane back to uh, back into the storyline faster. Um, but I got to say, it, it was an enjoyable it was enjoyable to play with Ca- play with Caleb. Yeah, well, it was definitely enjoyable for the fans. Um, Thank you. Is, is there any story that that you wish that that uh, that you would really l- like to do on the show? That uh, I mean, I realize that the writers don't always have the uh, uh, they don't always speak with the actors in terms. Of, I mean, the writers write and the actors act. But is right. there any story that you wish uh, in your wildest dreams that that they would write for you? You know what? Um, is it, I, I, I could probably say there's like a, there's different actors I'd like to work with on the show and have more storylines with, but you know I, I'm just a firm believer in just give me a storyline that's got some some lo- logic to it and it uh, it's going somewhere and it means something. Like actually this week we 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 start as of tomorrow I, I uh, we start with the new uh, one of the new characters they're bringing in um, one of the new actors that was cast. Uh, uh, Redrick Williams, um, he starts shooting tomorrow, and uh, so this storyline that's going to be uh, developing there. Um, uh, so I'm looking forward to, to seeing how how it plays out and what their plans are. So um, I, I'm kind of happy just to uh, ride the uh, ride the wave of uncertainty. You know, I know that I've got a lot of story coming up. Um, and when Josh Griffiths came in, they they wanted they had to tie up some old storylines and and resolve them. So um, I, I think that's been done, and now things are moving forward. So uh, I'm just curious to see where they go and, and how it pans out. I mean, I think Jill Farron Phelps has done a great job um, modernizing certain like uh, certain aspects of the show, like wardrobe, and uh, they had the Newman Ranch burned down. They've got they got rid of Glowworm, yeah. and they've they've got a new set. Um, uh, that that's been introduced, and um, you know, I, I we didn't know much about Jill uh, from uh, General Hospital when she was coming over, and you know, you, you hear things about certain people, and 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 from the shows they worked on. I got to say, I think she's a wonderful asset to Young and the Restless. She truly understands um, the genre, and she has a great respect for the actors, and that's very important to to the actors. We'll be doing scenes and. Um, if we need another take, or if they think there's another take that can be done that would be better, they ask for the take. You have, there's a genuine feeling on the show uh, at, at present that that the show is is moving forward in a very positive way. So we're all very excited at the moment. It's it's a, it's a very good feeling over there. 
Well, I'm very, I'm, I'm very, very, very happy to hear you say that because I know a lot of fans were very worried when they heard that, you know, someone who had never worked on The Young and the Restless was now executive producer of the show. Yeah, and yeah. when well, you hear that, it, it, I, I think long-time fans, they panic because, you know, we want the show to remain on the air. And yes. so hearing you say that is very, it, it, makes, it definitely makes me relieved to hear that. <laughs> Well, exactly, and I think the thing that the fans worry about, um, as you say, is, is the show being changed. When you have an uh, executive producer come in from another show, you worry right. about the, the show being turned into another show, but that, this, that, that's far from what's happening, because actually if you look at some of the people that uh, were let go, uh, sadly Jeannie Francis um, is no longer there. She was from GH. Uh, and she was fantastic. She, she was, was fantastic wonderful. I mean, yeah, I, I loved loved working with Jeannie, and and I thought that, you know, there was a lot of things that that uh, that that were there that I that I would love to have seen explored. But you know, nevertheless, um, I, I think if you look at a lot of the people um, who are no longer there, a lot of them were imports from other shows, and it yes, seems, they were. It's, it seems to me that uh, there's a very solid understanding uh, now more than ever as to the history of the show, um, the characters you'll see working, the storylines you'll see develop, um, and especially having Josh back. Cause I mean, Josh in 2007 when the writer's strike uh, hit in November, you know, Josh sat, sat up in his, uh, in his room day and night writing the, writing the entire show himself. And so he has a very solid understanding of the show and uh, he has a deep love for the show. So everyone's really excited. We're, we're, we're very excited at the moment about the direction of the show and the people who are running it. That's good. Uh, you know, I think the, the fans are going to really start to like it. And I've heard a lot of people lately say in the last couple of weeks they can, they've noticed a change in the show, the storylines, the, the characters, the, the, the way the show is done. And, and people absolutely. across the board are saying they like it more. The, the, the changes. The change is definitely visible. I mean, it, it is, it's incredible. And, I, and what I'm also excited about is I saw, uh, I mean, I, I look for Young and Restless News every single day whenever I'm on the Internet. Right. And I saw that they, that they hired two African-American actors. Right. And, I, I, like, I have missed not only, I mean, for the longest time, they didn't really show Kane and Lily except right. for random scenes. Right. And, and, and with that, you didn't see Neil a lot. So now you know that they hired... Um, yeah, in, indeed, and that's what I'm saying. Like now, you'll notice that uh, there, there, there's going to be a lot more of, uh, of Neil. There's uh, a lot more Kane, a lot more uh, Lily. There's a lot more Devon. As you said, they've hired these. Two, uh, to, they've hired Redrick, um, who, who starts tomorrow. I, I, the show, I think, is in a very solid direction at the moment. And also, an email went out the other day uh, from the show, and, and um, talking about the growth in uh, demographics that we have, and there's, there's a really good feel for the show, and I think people, you know, it's one of the things that, we, that Sony, um, at the anniversary of the 10,000th episode, you know, one of the things that Steve Kahn said, that, and Angelica McDaniels, who I think is also a, a wonderful asset for the show, that lady loves daytime TV. She breathes daytime TV, and all they care yeah. about is keeping the yeah. show, moving forward, building the audience back that we lost, um, and, and, you know, as Steve said, and Angelica said, we want to see another 10,000 episodes. They're very committed to the show. It's, it's, you have that feeling when you go to work now that this is not a show that, that has, you know, a, 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 an expiration date. You know, this is a show that, that basically is, is truly um, 
respected by Sony and by CBS, and um, they have big hopes and dreams for the show in the future of the show. So we're all really excited. Well, thank you very much, Daniel. I appreciate this. You're uh, welcome. Time with and I, and I wish nothing nothing but the best for the Young and the Restless. Like, like I told you, I'm a long-time fan. I want the show to be on for another 10,000 episodes. Thank and you. And I look forward to seeing more of Kane. Thank you. Uh, absolutely. And, and, yeah, I wish you nothing but the best. And thank you so much for taking this time out, I think. And, and, and like what the other, some of the other people have said, you are so wonderful to the fans. That is just unbelievable. Well, you How know, wonderful and, and, and you are to your fans. You know, thank you. I, I'm I'm really grateful because you know it, this is a two-way street. You know, it's it's one of those things that that my 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 gratitude is 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 unending to the fans who've been there for me, who were there for me when uh when uh Kane was 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 killed and um. Oh, I, I wrote letters. Trust me. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You know, I, I'm just grateful. I, I I appreciate it very much. Thank you, Alberto. All right. Well, thank you so much, and Novell, thank you so much for yes. providing this outlet for us. I, I appreciate it so much. I've been listening for a few years, Absolutely. but yeah, thank you, thank you both so much, and and you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. You too, my friend. Take care, both. All right. You Bye. too. That was awesome. Pretty yeah, awesome. Nice. Very, very cool guy. Very cool guy. I mean, you know what the good thing is? We covered a myriad of subjects there too, which is great because I mean, a lot of people have been asking like, what is it like with Jill? Because you know. Whether they were fans oh, yeah. of GH or or they were they watched GH, I know that Jill was there for a while, and a lot of people were concerned about you know how would Weinar change. Um, uh, but no, she's she's a huge asset for the show, huge asset. I know there was a lot of reservations when she came on. I mean, obviously from fans because of what they heard, right. but again, that's the outside looking in. Uh, when Jill was coming in, and yeah. I'm not going mean, to lie, I was one of those people as well. But it, it just seems it, it it just seems like you just said when you were talking to Alberto just now that everybody is noticing a change on the show, and it just seems like it is the young and the restless that people want to see. You know, right. that, that this is this is something that they want to see, and they know how to do that. And I, one thing I've never shied away from is that Jill Farron Phelps is a really good executive producer. She really is, knows how the to thing do. about you know what I'm a big believer in um if you're going to lead whether it be in the military or whether it be in a, a factory where production is made whether you make widgets or shoelaces it doesn't matter the people that are in charge need to have a presence they need to be there so that the people who day in day out provide whatever service is being provided or whatever they're doing feel like they're being led and that's one thing about Jill Every morning, Jill is on the floor, comes up to everybody, says hello. She, 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 she makes her presence known in a way that you feel that there is nothing you can't talk to her about, and there's there you feel that she's there as one of one of the troops. You don't feel like there's an ivory tower mentality, and and it's it's so it's it's just wonderful to have her there. She she she's she's truly been embraced by everybody on the show. Very, very plenty of people, yeah. Plenty of people are um, right now saying in the chat as well as on Twitter, uh, not just tonight but all the time that they want to see a lot of Kane and Lily coming up on the show. And I have been hearing that we're going to be seeing a lot of them. You just said that we're going to be seeing more of them coming up. And do you think that, in your opinion, with the the new writers coming in, 
has it changed the character of Kane somewhat than what it has been from before? Like, do you feel like the character of Kane has changed any any bit, or it just seems yeah. to continue to what no, no, he think, originally think, was? No, I think he's changed a lot. Um, uh, I, I I think that with having with with having Genevieve leave, um, the mm-hmm. the way that she left and the way that Kane was with her. Um, for me, it was difficult to play because I always felt like we had a very complicated relationship. Um, right. But but outside of that, I think that they they the the, the, the I hate the word regime because it sounds so um, you know heavy handed. You know what I mean? Like it feels like re- regime right. always makes me feel like Pol Pot. Um, um, I, I think that they are listening to the fans. Now more than ever, they're, they're listening to what the fans want to see. They're listening to what characters they want to see. They're listening to the storylines they want to see. Because I think you're talking about people who have a very solid understanding of that we're in the entertainment business. You know, and that means entertain. We're, we're not in right. the. Um, we're not in the. Uh, I don't know, I'll leave it alone. We're, we, they're in the entertainment business, so I, I think that um, there's a lot of. Kane and Lily stuff that is is coming down the road. Um, there's a lot of uh, it, it's good. It's good. It, it, I think it's good where the show is where the show is going from a Kane and Lily perspective, from a Kane perspective, and a whole show perspective as well. Like Lily ends up getting a job. She she's employed again. I mean, the characters are coming back to becoming fully functioning three-dimensional human beings that actually have an existence, not just moments of, of time that they get occupied. Right. I'm looking forward to I mean, honestly, someone that said Kane should be, I think it was Mark Harding, actually said that Kane could be a rogue cop, in a sense. Like, that could be his next move. Yeah, no, no. well, you know what? It's interesting. But you I know, could a lot totally of people, do that. Yeah, well, a lot of people talk about, you know, you, you see the way Lynn Latham wrote Kane. You know, he was... You know the yeah. kind of uh, which he, you know he was the guy that when when those problems in Clear Springs went in with JT and and, and he got you know uh, Amber out and helped Mrs Chancellor get out and and there's a lot of uh, a backstory to Kane that came from 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 that sort of stuff and you know I, I've heard from a few people say you know Kane doesn't have any corporate training why why um, therefore is he qualified to work at Jabot. But, you know, I, I kind of always default to if somebody has a certain percentage of of street knowledge, um, they they can adapt to most situations. And I think it's, I think, I know, I think Kane at the position of Jabot, with where the storyline's going, it, it, there's a lot of drama that will come from him being there and not having the formal education when uh, you have the other people who are, who are going to start working there who are educated. So... Um, I, I think that they've embraced his position, um, not from a from a from a non from a nonsense point of view. It actually makes sense. So um, I think at this point, I'd like to see what happens with Kane at Jabot, um, and from there, who knows what what happens with him? Absolutely. All right, we've got another one for you from area code seven zero four. You're on the line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Kelly, I'm calling from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hello, Kelly. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for calling in. I'm very excited. I talked to you already once, so I'm very excited to talk to you again. And the first thing I'm going to say is cut your hair. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You must have been sexy. It is sexy, sexy, sexy. sexy. So you got you got to go with the short hair. Oh, you get shorter. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Most definitely. And okay. I, I have to say, I'm very sad that I. I'm still working on the bald cut, but it's not working. I'm still petitioning for the baldness. I'm just saying. <laughs> for the baldness. <laughs> I'm, I'm petitioning for George to cut him bald. <laughs> that on that. Well, you know, I think funny. a nice I, I short have... haircut is good. I think short's good. Okay. All right. Good. Good to hear. There's another one for short. Okay. Yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. And I have to say, I'm very bummed. Uh, this summer, I wanted to go to Greenwood so badly, and I had I'm a single mom, and I had to pick my kids up from their fathers. And I drove past the sign for Greenwood on the way back because I'm in Charlotte, and I was so bummed. I wanted to turn and go, but I, I just couldn't because I had my kids. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, you know, it, it, we had a great time in Greenwood, and hopefully we'll be coming back that way, um, and uh, we, we can make make something work. That'd be great. Yeah, but, but I'm glad you. I'm glad that you were uh, picking up your kids. And uh, what would you have? You have a boy and a girl. I have, well, and I've sent you a picture. I have twins that are seven. I have boy-girl twins, and then I have an older girl who's nine who's actually finishing up homework late this evening who's sitting here listening in because she sneaks behind my chair to watch Young the Restless all the time. I love it. She's laughing right now. (laughs) That's great. Well, hello, and and, and I'm glad you're doing your homework. It's late there, too. Is it it 10 o'clock? It's 10 o'clock. They were out of school today, and she's been, well, She's been a little sneaky tonight. She heard me sitting here listening on the phone, and she heard your voice, and she was like, is that? And so I let her sit here until then she's got a big smile on her face. She wanted to sit here and listen. So, I, 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 yeah, I'm letting her sit here and listen. She's going to bed in a minute. <laughs> listen to her. Oh, yeah. You know the funny thing about that with my boys, they, they don't want to go to sleep. But then in the morning, I say to them, I say every night, I said, you're going to be so tired in the morning, you won't want to wake up. No, we will be. We'll be fine. And in the morning, it's like, I'm so tired. I'm like, that's why we tell you, you have to go to bed early. Exactly. Exactly. Too funny. Well, I do. I have a question for you. Um, yeah. You're talking about um, the storylines and whatnot, and that, you know, Josh is listening to the fans, and I have tweeted him quite a few times in regards to Danny coming back and also to Drew. And, you know, how do you feel about Drew? Do you think that they're going to listen to that? Because, I mean, there is so much chatter and chatter from the fans about Drew and bringing Drew back, bring Drew back. And, I mean, it's it's constant. I follow her on Twitter. And, you know, it's every person who tweets her is tweeting about her coming back. Um and I just, I'm curious, is to, are they really listening? Um, I, I don't know what's going to happen with that. Uh, it, it's something that I kind of stay out of. Um, but I, but my understanding is, is that I think a lot of people have been um, caught up in the middle of things that 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 uh, probably offended a lot of people. Um, well, I, he, I'm, he a little rant on on the Twitter. Yeah, I heard that's what they're referring to. I heard about that. That that. that
of the writers and the producers is uh, is fine with me. Yeah, I just I, I wish she hadn't have done that rant because I, I just really hope it didn't it kill the chances because the fans really really would love, especially with your character being in there and. That's a whole other thing, um, you know, for your character to go through with that family, and and it's something that I know mo- a lot of us fans, especially, you know, I've been watching Restless for thirty years, <laughs> so I know that, you know, those of us who've been watching since before Drew even got there really embraced her character and, and loved how her character evolved on that show, and to be able to see you from how you came into the show and how your character has evolved so much would be so awesome to see that. Yeah. um, You know, I do say uh, of the many things that the came went through in the last couple of years, it created a lot of story, a lot of drama. Um, uh, I I think it would be interesting to see Kane's kind of the history of who he is as a human being stay in play. Um, but uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to, to the journey of, of where it's going now. So, do you think they're going to bring you know somebody else because they took Jeannie Francis away? Do you think they're just going to kill the whole your mother's storyline? Or um, I, I know she's no longer shooting on the show, so I, I I would imagine that. And I know Jess Walton is back, and. Uh, right. You know, I, I, I'm not sure who, uh, from a from a fan point of view, at the at this moment, uh, but I know that that the fans really like the, the the Jill and Kane relationship. So I have a feeling that's going to be um, uh, explored and expanded upon more than uh, than Kane and Genevieve. Hmm. Okay. I really like Genevieve. I really like. You know, when I was a kid, I watched uh, Journal Hospital, and I, I loved her there, and I really, really enjoyed her character. I thought she, you know, she she was quite entertaining to watch and she had so many different facets to her personality on the show and I was kind of bummed that, that she left and in, in, in the manner in which she left how quickly the, the exit happened you know, is, is Tristan I was in the supermarket and I saw Tristan on the cover of the ABC Soaps in Depth is he back at GH? I don't know yes. I haven't watched that yes. show in a long time yes. I watched it back when the Ice Princess was going on and right. I mean back when there was you know Luke and Laura and and Scorpio and all of that way back in the very beginning. So I haven't watched that show in a long time. Um, but I don't think so. I saw him tweeting today that he's in Australia doing something. But, oh, he uh, is? Okay. So, yeah. so it's, it's a short-term He is term doing something, thing. but he did, he, did, he did pop a, a GH for a few episodes. I don't know if he's going back um, right. once huh. he returns. But, yes, he, he did, um, yeah, he did uh, film at GH not too long ago. So. Yeah, I'm a big Tristan fan. Um, yeah, it was fun. They took him off, too. Again, you know, I watched them years and years ago and loved their dynamic on uh, General Hospital years ago and was so excited as a Young and the Restless supporter of 30 years to see them come to the show, and then they yeah. both, you know, took the exits that they did, and I just thought that their characters could have been explored a lot more, and, and I thought they were a great addition. I was really bummed as a fan to see them go. Yeah, and I, I think that with, uh, with 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 Tristan in particular, there was a lot of drama uh, for his character. Not referring to Tristan, uh, for right. the Colin character that that uh, that could have um, that that could have created some great storylines. So, uh, right. um, but but the time that, that Tristan was there, I just love working with him. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I saw that your your tweets when he was working there, and you always said such nice things about him. Yeah, he, he's a, the man's a class act in, in every single way. Yeah, I've, I'll always uh, I'll always wish I could work with him again another way. So we'll see. Who knows? Well, thank you for taking the time. I'm going to get my my child over here to bed. So. Yes, yes, that's that, that's a good idea. There you <laughs> thank go. You so thank much. you thank so you. much. You're welcome. Thank you very much. All right, have a great night. Thanks. All right, sweetheart. You too. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Our boy, Unlimited Jason. Justin. Yes, Lutch in the hizzy. <laughs> and he says to send my love to the master perv, meaning you. Nice. I, I miss him Jedi, and his master. Jedi perv. Jedi perv? Jedi perv. Okay. So if you're a Jedi perv, what am I? Um... Who was the guy in Star Wars that was like the really kind of like old looking dude that like had the hood on that Darth Vader would talk to that when he talked he didn't want to look at him that much because he was kind of like so ominously old. But oh, he was God. like a powerful guy, right? I thought, yeah, I seriously thought you were going to sit there and say that I was like the perv Juan Kenobi like right now. No, 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 no not Alec Guinness. No, that, that's too classy for you. Um, I mean, more or less, like, <laughs> who is the guy, like, the old, like, the old dude, like, the one that Darth Vader would go and talk to, and he'd be like, oh, the, you know, the emperor guy, no, you know, the emperor guy, no, no, oh. no, 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 you know the guy in the, in, in the bar scene where, um, where, 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 uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi cuts off the guy's hand, there's the guy, you know the guy at the bar who tries to pick the fight with Luke Skywalker, he goes, I don't like you. I'm on the death penalty in 30 star systems. That's that's the kind of... That's who I am? Yeah. Me? <laughs> yeah, man. I know where I stand. Nah, man. You, but... your, your perv skills are <laughs> I pretty, know where pretty I uh, prolific. You know I'm messing with you. You like I Chewbacca. Been, I haven't been very pervy late. Oh, thanks. Thanks a lot. I appreciate that. <laughs> He said he misses you and your massive loincloth. Right. What do you think? Your massive loincloth. Massive? Really? Come on, dude. Come on. Really? Massive? But, <laughs> but, that, but yeah. Much love to you, Jason. Sorry you weren't here tonight. I would have loved to have Fletch in the house. But uh, love to you, man. Love yeah, to man. you. Yeah, man. Uh, I think we got time for a couple more, right? We got time yeah, we for a couple more. Sure. Yeah. All right. Um, this one is from. Oh, they dropped the call. I was about to pick you up, and you dropped the call. Thanks a lot. I know where I stand now. Hmm. All right. Next up, six two six. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, Navelle and Daniel. Um, excuse my voice, I have um, bronchitis I've been sick this past week Navelle, this is Gothic Redhead from Twitter Oh, hi Hi, how are you? I'm good I know, I, I just wanted to say That I I love the Beastmaster I just had to put it out there That's uh, where you. I love you That's where I love you from, that was the greatest show And I will forever I love you I have tweeted you, you. I have tweeted you, tw- you. I, Yes, I have I, yes. I, know ex- I know exactly who you are Oh, good, good. Thank you. Yes, I tweeted you about it, too, before. I'm the one who always posts about Beastmaster. 
So I love Yon Yon and the Restless, but you know, it'll always be Beastmaster. You know what? And, and, and I and I will uh, take that to the bank. Thank you very much. It was, it was, oh, okay. was a great was a great show, great time. You know, I've always said in hindsight, when you have something like that, you don't really appreciate it while you have it, like the opportunity to work with the animals and be out in the jungle and in the fresh, clean air and have that experience. And because um, you know you're so wrapped up in trying to make it the best it can be and work the hours. Because I mean, I was up at 4 a.m. every day. Um, because the moment the sunlight came up, we had to start shooting because we don't shoot indoors. So, and I was working, you know, five, six days a week doing that. So I was always so tired and I was always getting sick. So, um, in hindsight, I look back on that and it was just a wonderful time with wonderful people, wonderful crew and wonderful fans. And I got, I look, it's just, it was a great moment of my life. Do you, do you have a crazy animal experience to share? Like your craziest animal experience? Um, Oh, there's so many, but I, I think one of the most ironic ones um, is uh, we. I had an episode, I think it was probably in the third season, where a water buffalo got stuck in a quagmire, and I was supposed to go and help get it out. I would ask Tao to pass me branches so I could put it under the hooves of the uh, oh, water yeah, buffalo. Yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah, so yeah. okay. I, I touched the water buffalo, and it wasn't, its it head wasn't looking at me. It's like a 2,000-pound water buffalo. So yeah. I, I, I touch the water buffalo by the horns. I try and pull its head around so we can get a, a better angle on it in the shot. And it just took off and went oh, flying out of the quagmire and gone. <laughs> and next thing you know, so we have to try and break for lunch while the guys on the horses try to wrangle the water buffalo. So we're all sitting in the mess tent. Um, and all of a sudden, here's, holy sh- and then all of a sudden, everyone looks, and you see this 2,000-pound water buffalo, buffalo making a beeline for the mess tent, and it's coming straight for us. Oh, and wow. everybody, about 100 members of the crew and the, and the cast, just split. And this thing goes straight through the mess tent. Everything goes flying everywhere. Then over the hill, like a, snow, like a scene of, like, you know, a man from Snowy River, you see the stunt coordinator on this horse with his bareback, and he's, like, chasing this horse. Uh, this, uh, on this horse trying to get this water buffalo. And it was like one of the things that just stood out. And, and I mean, we had so many experiences with so many animals. But to, to be having lunch and then all of a sudden you see, oh, we actually also had an elephant stampede once. There was an episode that we did at the end of season two where King Zad gets the elephants to come and break down the walls of Chinka because Vodan and the Nords are in there. And uh, we had a scene where I had to go and meet the elephants and, and uh, free the elephants. And and they had all the guys lined up who were in the small army trying to scare the elephants, and they're banging their shields. Anyway, so the scene, you see the elephants turn and run. It was a bull, um, a sow, and, 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 a, and a baby elephant. And all of a sudden, you see the bull elephant turn, and it's like, why am I running? And it turns and starts, it does a stampede, and the sow turns and runs as well, and so does the baby one. You see all the actors split. And then the elephants charged, and they went through like there was a little forest of trees. And each tree was probably like 25, 30 feet tall. They literally went through it like they were made out of matchsticks. And you don't realize how powerful the elephants are until you've seen elephants stampede. So, uh, yeah, but you, I'm sorry, you being the beastmaster just picked it up and flung it on your shoulder, though, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. And, uh, So everything was under control, and I reassured everyone that it would be fine. And <laughs> no, it, it was a, it was a really, really great show to work on, and uh, to work with the tiger, and work with the lines, and carry lines on my shoulders, and and be face to face with a 
you know, like a 500 pound um, or like white tiger. Just was just a wonderful experience. And uh, did any man. of them scare you at all ever? Uh, well, we had one of the tigers, uh, which was standing in Faru one day, turn on the ha- on the handlers and try and take the handler down and grabbed him by the arm and the leg. And it turned okay. into a um, a hierarchy feeding order, pecking order thing that it was being fed last, and it just turned two. So it's its way of letting the handler know um, that it wants to be fed further up the food chain now in its family because it was the white tiger and a Bengal were the parents that had four cubs that were all reaching that uh, pubescent age. So... Um, they you know, I, I got taken down by the tiger a couple of times, like running alongside it, and they say never run from the tiger, but I'd get in front of it and it would jump up and pull you down on the ground, but it never pulled its claws out. So uh, uh, I never had any fear with the tiger because I, the, I had one scene in the first season where I went face-to-face with the tiger, and there's a great shot that I have of this, and I'm staring at the tiger looking in its eye, and, and all of a sudden you see its pupils dilate and you hear its breathing change and you hear this like this and so I, I, I start moving away but you have to move away deliberately not too slowly because the thing is it's like when you go to pet a tiger if you come in slowly it doesn't know what you're going to do but if you come in with gusto mm-hmm. and you give it a pat and, you, and you, you, you kind of let it know your intention is is you're not afraid of it you can't let the tiger know you're afraid of it or think you're afraid because if you're fearful it doesn't know what you're going to do so you oh. have to have to have a sense of authority with the tiger, but not be too dominant. So it's a it's a it's a huge um, uh, learning experience for for dealing with people. Yeah, but, exactly. You know, you, you, you're you're, yeah, you, you're fabulous in Beastmaster. Any you. chance of a Beastmaster reunion? Uh, I think everybody's spread it to the four winds at the moment. I know Monica Schneer's in Canada, and Jackson's over in uh, Melbourne, and uh, I'm in LA. Um, yeah. So I, I think we're all kind of uh, in margins in L.A. somewhere. So I think we're all kind of just spread out. Are you going to be doing any appearances in L.A. anytime soon? Uh, I think the next L.A. appearance will probably be next year for the fan event. Oh, okay. Okay, good. But I know I'm coming to Ohio uh, May, I think May 14th. We're talking about now going to Ohio. Okay, Ohio. I'm in Los Angeles, so. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Cool. Very, very well, cool. Yeah, yeah, the next one will be the fan event, uh, I think, in uh July next year or something. Oh, okay. Well, thank you so much. I'm so glad to talk to you, and I hope to meet you one day. You're a fabulous. You're a fabulous actor. Really amazing. Thank you. I, I appreciate that, and we'll stay in touch on Twitter. I appreciate. It. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you soon. You got it. You take Bye. care. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Uh, and speaking of appearances, you're going to be back in uh, Canada, aren't you, next month, December eighth? Yeah, think you December eighth. December 8th and going back up uh, for Aqua Swiss and uh, uh, I'm very excited to uh, to announce that um, there's uh, I'm, I'm going to start designing a couple of watches um, which I've always wanted to do and, and we've talked to the shopping channel and um, uh, I've already got the, the, the watches um, uh, drawn up and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this it's going to give something special it's good, but that will that'll be uh, towards March next year because we have to go to Switzerland and make them and everything like that. So uh, I'm excited. But yeah, back December eighth. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be how, fun. How I, you, I enjoy going up there. How did you get involved in the Aqua Swiss campaign? How did you get involved? Um, in that? Yeah, well, I when I was up in Canada, I I met uh, some of the uh, people, the Shopping Channel, and we were talking about finding something and and. Uh, 
I mentioned I, I like watches and um, different things. We're trying to find something we thought would work uh, well with me. And uh, I, then they brought up Arkham Swiss. I met with them. They're here in uh, Los Angeles. And uh, a couple of the other guys flew out from New York that were involved in the company. And I looked at their stuff, and, and I, we just got on really well. Everybody had a very common mindset, which is, you know, um, it's a well-made product. It's uh, it's it's something that that I, I wanted to get on board with. So I'm I'm very happy that it's worked out the, as well as it has. I mean, the last two shows we've had up in Canada, the last two times I went, we, we've sold out all the main um, watches that were the blockbuster pieces that we had, and it, it's had a very solid response from everybody. And uh, I'm very ha- very happy to be part of it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I've seen some cool. of the watch designs. I like I like some of them. They're not within my budget, but I like them. Well, <laughs> you know what? It's, it's yeah. I mean, there's. I'm looking forward to where it's going. We have some good things coming up, and I'm more. I'm very excited to start talking about more or less what I'm doing as far as uh, the the designs I'm coming up with. Uh, I'm doing a men's watch and a, and a ladies' watch, and it's. Uh, uh, there's a story behind it. I, I'm, I'm dedicating to my uh, my grandfather and my grandmother, um, nice. and uh, it, it's 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 something I'm very excited to be involved with. And uh, you know, I look forward to uh, you know when when it comes about, we'll uh, we'll chat about it more. So it, it's going to be great. I love going to Canada. I, I really enjoy. It. I enjoy the people. I enjoy the experience, and uh, it, it's 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 a great time. That's pretty awesome. Best of luck with everything, my friend. Thank you, I, I really do. I really do appreciate you taking the time out and coming here. And uh, you know, it, it's always it's always a blast when when you're here. And you know, you're always welcome to come back. You're Thank always you. welcome yeah. to come back. Thank you. I'm torn between being professional, um, and uh, but then I, when I talk to you after a while, I'm like, eh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I have that effect on you. No, no, it's, and, no you, you're always great to talk to. I, I enjoy talking with you guys, and. Uh, you know, I, I've always had a great time on the show, and, and I, I love uh, being a guest. And thank you for having me. Oh, no problem, man. So that being we'll said, we'll, uh, 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 do I have to go? You got to talk to Roger, right? Or are we, are we uh, chatting one more person, or are we, are we finishing up? We're gonna chat. With, we're gonna chat with one more person. Yes. You got. And uh, uh, one more person, and that lucky person is. Please tell me. I'm not. I'm not even sure that I'm getting my area codes right now. I thought this was from Ohio. Three three zero. Three three zero area code. You're there. Yes. My name Hello. is Gina. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi, Daniel. How you doing? What's Good. Your, what's your name? Gina. Gina Marshall. Hello, Gina. Lovely to talk to you. Calling from Niles, <laughs> Ohio. Okay, I'm, I'm coming to Ohio in May. Don't know what city it is yet, but uh, I will be there. So uh, what can we do for you, Gina? What's, what's going on uh, tonight? Uh-oh, something happened. She actually just dropped. Uh-oh. Gina, you're gone. Oh, no. Oh, well. Um, we'll make up for it with this last one. How about this one? 415. There you go. How are you? 415. That is you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Wow, I had a feeling this was going to happen. Um, I'm going to try to not have a shaky voice tonight, but it's not working so far. You're late for that. Yeah, well, what's your name? it's Kim, Kimball Pye, hey, Kim, up in Northern oh, California. Oh, hey. How are you? Hi. How are you? I'm 
I'm <laughs> I was on my way to the grocery store. I've been sitting in the car for an hour and a half now because I totally forgot, and I was about to go in the grocery store, and I thought, like everybody else does, right? A real quick check Twitter before you go in the grocery store or wherever else. And I, and I saw, and so I'm still sitting here an hour and a half later. And, well, I'm, uh, I'm I'm glad that uh, your phone didn't run out because I know the last time I did that, I left my charger. It wasn't my phone. It's plugged in, and I have the phone. I mean, the car's on with the phone plugged in. Um, Good. Okay. So, uh, so you know who I am, sort of, right? I'm I make juice and I send juice pictures sometimes, and my uh, is that Kim Harvey? Yeah. How are you? <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, and Nazelle, congratulations. Um, oh, thank you, thank you very much. That's awesome, and and you're awesome. And I was just going to suggest that Daniel maybe send you a watch. That would be really cool. Wouldn't that be um, cool? Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't, that, wouldn't, wouldn't that be cool? That, yeah. It's worth it. And then I don't, we'll, have to, his, we'll have to take, his, take his the time out. I can say twelve o'clock, not twelve o'clock. Yeah. We'll put, a, we'll put a P a where all the numbers go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my vote is no haircut. Okay. No haircut. No haircut. Sorry, Navelle. Why? Why? Why it's are you doing super sexy, and I can just picture, you know, running my hair through it. And, I mean, running my hands through it. It's, I, I've always liked long hair. So, but it's good either way. I think I tweeted you short or long. You're Thank beautiful you. inside and out today Thank or something goofy like that. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Thank you for your time and doing this. And you're a, you're a really awesome actor. I've gotten kind of out of Young and Restless, but I, I will get back into it. I've, been, I've liked what you've just said during this time, and I'm going to really... I got disheartened, you know, over the last year, and but I want to get back on board, and I just hope you have more time on it. And, you, and you're saying you are going to, so... Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, more, there's, more, there's more coming along, so uh, it's, it's going to be great. But, but thank you so much for... Uh, for everything and, and your support and for sitting in the car for an hour and a half. It's it's uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> well, you're worth more than that, but thank you. Thank you. Thanks for talking to me. And I, I wasn't quite as shaky. Maybe by next year I'll be like shakeless voice. You got it. Next time well, we do this, we'll, uh, you never know. Yeah. I'm going to actually meet you by next year. So that'd be nice. I can't go another year without that. Thanks, right. Daniel. You're thanks welcome, Kim. You take care, and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll chat to you later on Twitter and whatnot. You take care. Okay. Thanks, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye. Again, thank you so much, sir. You're welcome, Always a pleasure having having you here. And, again, you're welcome to come back anytime. Thank you very open. much. You got it, guys. Thank you, everybody, for, for, for listening and, and just being there and being so supportive. I have so much love and respect for you guys. And, uh, yeah, God bless. And I'm going to go put my, my, my kids down. So i got Rachel with, with them at the moment. Ford's doing violin, and, and the youngest one, Sebastian, is melting down. So love you guys. Thank you. Navelle, once again, mate, I really enjoy your show. I've, I've got a lot of respect and love for you, man. And uh, you take care of yourself, okay? Absolutely. You do the same, all right? All right, mate. You got it. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. See you, mate. Bye. Thanks so much, Daniel Goddard. It was a pleasure. Always a pleasure having him here. 
Um, I do know that Roger Newcomb was supposed to be here, and I'm actually not sure if this is him or not. Is this you, 212 area code? Yes, my God. Hi, how are you? Happy anniversary. Oh, thank you so much. And this is the most educational to... show. I've learned how to handle tigers and so many things. <laughs> <laughs> you learned how to handle tigers and you learned and he's everywhere. All about Toronto, birds. somebody calls but in it's... from Ohio and he's going to Ohio. Uh, he's everywhere. <laughs> you learned that I'm I'm basically like a Chewbacca and stuff like that. <laughs> I know. It's just uh, it's very relaxing. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I said in the beginning of the show, I, I've said this to you numerous times, I'm going to keep saying it to you. Thank you so much for putting me here. <laughs> I mean, really. I don't think that I would be doing this show for five years if you weren't the one that pretty much came through and just opened that door. Uh, and true, true talent, Devil, it's all, it's all you. So I always appreciate you saying that, but... Uh... You know, it, it's all you and your uh, spirit and, you know, everything you bring to it. That, that's why it works. So um, congratulations to you. I appreciate that. Thank you. But <laughs> I kind of disagree with that statement because, really, <laughs> I don't think I would have started if he didn't say the words, you should do your own radio show about soaps. And that's exactly what he said to me. And from that moment on, I'm like, yeah, I totally should. But how would I do it? Where would I do it from? And... You know, I know some of the um, some of the followers who have um, come here to this show know that I did uh, the last show um, from six years ago uh, in the Zone Radio with uh, Ryan, who's at TVSource.com, uh, TV Source Magazine, and you know we did that for about a year before we made the transition to this here at, at, at Buzzworthy back in 2007. And man, I, I still can't believe I'm sitting here, sitting here after all this time, still doing this. You know, I know you were you were, you were just a kid. You were just a kid, like you know. You were, I was like five years old when I started <laughs> this show. And, <laughs> you know, and you know we've been through so much through this show, not just here at my show, but you as well with We Love Soaps. You started We Love Soaps around the same time I did, and yeah, I mean, I, I, like, I, you know that that's just grown as well. Like you know, I think if you you know, have good intentions and put good karma out there, it comes back to you. So uh, I always told you that. I've told you that for years and years now. So I think that, you know, it's true. It doesn't always seem that way in life, but uh, I think long-term, you know, good stuff always comes back to you. What has so far been some of the most amazing things that you've done with uh, with We Love Soaps TV? I mean, you've done so much there. You cover pretty much all the soaps no matter where. It, not just in the U.S., but you do the overseas soaps as well. It's just, it's just so much. I don't know how you guys are able to do it all. Well, I mean, you, you know, you kind of know the same thing. Like at first, um, you know, if, if you build it, they will come. And, and so a lot of people have come to us. And almost every interview we do now, people, you know, have asked us to do the interview versus you know trying to get people to, you know, you know asking people to be interviewed. But just, just weird, different situations like, um, um. Uh, go, going to the Chippendale show in Las Vegas with Colleen Zink, and then going backstage, <laughs> and then because of that, the next weekend I got to interview Olivia Newton-John, um, and and take a boat with her. Uh, she was like in her big, what is it, SUV, and I'm, in, I'm we're standing next to her car taking a boat over 
to go uh, with Gov- Governor's Island for a concert, and I'm in- I interviewed her. It's just lots of surreal things. You probably know that too, like or, or even just standing on the red carpet of the Emmys and surrounded by all these stars that you watched your whole life. Um, it, it, there's a lot of surreal moments. I gushed when I first went to a red carpet event. I gushed. I, I really did. And it's funny, even though that I was practically, I mean, I was on Soap Cruise for three out of the four. And even though I've seen some of them on the red carpet when I went there for the first time, I still was gushing because I was just like, oh, my God. I'm right now standing here about to talk to people who I've admired for the past 20, 25 years that I've been watching soaps. And I didn't know what was going to come out of my mouth while I was standing there. I, I really didn't. I was kind of going like, please, for the love of God, let me get their names right. Don't let me call them by their character names. If I do, oh, my God, will I get hit? <laughs> was um, was the downtown L.A. one the first Emmys we went to? Um one in Orpheum Theater was the first. It was one. like 700 degrees, and and they made they told us to get there hours early, and so by the time stars actually started arriving, we had been standing out there for about three hours, and I was ready to pass out before we, all we were at that point. I remember that day, like we were standing out there. Uh, they told us to get there maybe about two hours early to set up shop, and brutal brutal heat. It was about 110 degrees. And it was about 110 degrees, and no, I think that's what I said. I think it was like 107, 107, almost 110. And we were, I was positioned right under the sun. I don't know if you were too, but I was right there under the sun. I'm six five and closer to the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the sun was beaming at my face. Now you realize, sun and a black person don't mix well. So. I was sweltering. I was sweltering in this black suit that I was wearing with this red shirt. I was sweltering. I had absolutely no idea if I was going to be able to stand up much longer. Thank God there was water that was standing right there in this bucket that was right next to me. You know, so so but, we're, by the time we're done, it's like four hours later, and, and we go inside to the press room, which is inside, thank God, and um, there's there's like one chair. It was Damon, Jacobs, and myself, and there's one chair, and I'm like, I'm sitting in this chair. <laughs> Um, and I said, David, I need. I'm going to pass out. You have to get me something. So he ran to the where there was food and got me some juice or something. And like, I just sat back there, like almost passed out for the rest of the. Like Damon interviewed people during the during the show. I just was I like, I walked by you. Uh, you were sitting in this chair, and your head was like going up and down, like, oh, like you were like making that face, like episode. I, I had the video camera back there. I was just like, I was recording it. I'm just like, I don't care where it's pointed to. Um, but uh, yeah, he saved me with some juice or something. But it, it was fun. I mean, it, but but like I said, it was so surreal. Like Melody Thomas Scott or all of these people, um, you know, walking through, and it's it's, it's great. And you know, talking to Kim Zimmer anytime is fun. Uh, the first time I, ever, you know, when I went down to PPAC, um, which which isn't the most glamorous place to go, but just just uh, you know, being on sets and you know, going to different sets and talking to people, um, it's really. Um, yeah, just just things I never thought I would be doing. Vegas, when we went to Vegas for those two years, and I kind of thought that was surreal in itself because I've never been to Vegas. That was my first time ever being in Vegas whatsoever, the, the first year that we went there. And the second year we went, 
Oh man, the road trip was absolutely fun. The, oh yeah, oh, oh, oh yeah. The first, um, the first Vegas, Damon and I stripped our way to Vegas. That, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't know how that started, um, but um, yeah, it was fun. And and Twitter was new. It was kind of uh, you know, um, it was live tweeting a road trip. It was, and then and then the next year, I went on the road trip with them. In me and Kevin and Damon and Roger, we all left from Los Angeles the day after the Creative Arts Emmys in Los Angeles, and we all did the road trip to Vegas. And yeah, it was um, stripping part two, and then I I wound up becoming shirtless in the middle of this trip on the way to after we left Bob's Big Boy, and. I don't know how it happened. How in the world did I wound up becoming shirtless? I think I'm fat. I was fat in that point. I had a, <laughs> I had a gut going on, and not like abs either. I think a little fat was showing. This is before Instagram when we could like you know kind of shade our photos and I can get rid of the blotchy spots or anything happening. You know, um, <laughs> now you can Instagram yourself and make yourself look a little better. <laughs> I get rid of all the blemishes that are going on in my face. Like all the acne is going on. Like, oh, hey, look. A clear skin going on. Screw proactive. I got Instagram going in my favor. No, th- th- those but, those trips are great. I mean, just even when we go out there, uh, the first couple of years, uh, Damon and I stayed at his parents because Damon's from L.A. And um, it was so great to get his mom's pancakes in the morning and, and all these things. So there's there's lots of cool you know professional things and there's lots of cool personal things too. But none of it would have happened without soaps and doing this and um and, and you know we've interviewed. And you know you've interviewed a lot of people outside of soaps uh, over these years, and um, you know we have too. It's, it's amazing, and I'm sure you get this too. Like we get pitched every day, so many people to interview that have nothing to do with television, or you know, it, it's it's, yeah. it's funny how pe- yeah, people yeah. come to you about any subject in the world, you know, like an author of some book that's about you know the Iraq War or something. Uh, there's just so many things. And I, and I always wonder how they make that connection, or maybe they send it to everybody on the planet. But uh, it, it's kind of funny who we get pitched these days. It's, it, it's interesting you say that because I'm like, how do these people find out who we are? Like, what do they do? Do they just scope on Google as to be like, who can I pitch these things to? Are there any? Well, you know, Buzzworthy Radio, that that's kind of a, a, a title that could go a with a lot of different name. subjects. Yeah, well, we we, we love soaps, you know, like a war general. It's kind of like I don't know where people make that connection, but um, <laughs> but Somehow politics, we politics are, can get, be very like, very soapy. Talk about books on the Korean War. I mean, really, like we love soaps is going to talk about the Korean War. Um, the only time I would expect that to be spoken about is if you know somebody from Aswell Turns talked about it. Didn't Tom Hughes? Wasn't Tom Hughes in the war? Well, I did a, we did a thing about veterans, and as soon as I posted it, people reminded me of 700 other soap opera veterans that I didn't list. But um, uh, Tom Hughes went to Vietnam. This is when Tom Hughes was a drug addict, and he went to Vietnam, and I think he was still taking drugs while he was serving. And then he – all that, like I, yeah. I wasn't watching it, and there's no tapes of this because they taped over them or got rid of them. Um, got, yeah. It always says Tom was discharged with a self-inflicted wound, and I'm like – did he do it on purpose, or was it like Plexico Burris? Like, I don't know what what that means. <laughs> uh, oh, man. But he was still doing drugs while he was in Vietnam, and then he came back, and, you know, Tom was really a mess back then. 
Yes, yes, this is true. He but, was. Uh, and this is coming from this is coming from somebody that had to catch up on stuff since I wasn't born at that time. So, I well, I wasn't born when Tom was in Vietnam. I I, I might have been born shortly after, but <laughs> um, yeah. <I> don't, <laughs> And I'm sure the TV was on this channel because my my mom watched CBS, so I'm I'm sure as a baby in my crib I was listening to it, even though you know I'm sure it subliminally impacted me somehow. That's like when I first started watching World Turns, and you know I was the little kid that was watching it when Holden got mugged back in '92, and I was like, "What did I just watch? <laughs> <laughs> I just watched I just watched Holden get beat up in the street." And yeah, that's I, I remember. I remember Andy and I mean uh, John and Kim battling over Andy, and I think John kidnapped him from the store at one point when he was a baby. Now he's married to Mar West, <laughs> you know uh, Scott Defridis. <laughs> um, so yeah, when you say you're a young kid in '92, I, I was you know about to finish college. So, um, um, but you you have a great knowledge of soap history, considering you know at least I have all these extra years to have watched it. Um, I was very lucky to get home from school at a, you know just after two o'clock, so I always got to see. Um, you know, I, I saw Guiding Light year round, uh, and when Texas was on those few years, I was flipping back and forth, and um, you know, I got to see the later shows. And they moved as the world turns to um, to three o'clock where I live, so it was, it was the last CBS show. Um, so I got to see, you know, a lot of shows before VCRs, and then uh, once the VCR came, I was I had like every show. And sometimes I would take 30 minutes of one and 30 minutes of another because they overlapped, and I, it was crazy, you know. The and I still have in my tiny New York apartment at least, you know, 500 VHS tapes that I refuse to get rid of because <laughs> <laughs> I worked very hard on those. My mom thought I was weird when I would tape episodes of the soaps in my house. Like she thought it was weird that I would tape it because it's like, but it's different the next day. And it's going to be different every day of the week. So why would you want to change them and keep them, you know, if there's no reruns of it, if it keeps on going, it's just nonstop, five days a week. And I'm just like, well, because I like the show, I like the episode, I want to keep it. It's memorable. You know, it's something I want to keep in my house. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean you know, obviously, why, you know, I, well, most of us start watching because of our moms or grandmas or something. And, and so... Um, you know, my mom died two years ago, but for many years, at the end of her life, she hadn't watched soaps, and she never understood why I was watching them. And I'm like, why do you think you had them on TV every day of my life growing up? Um, and then my siblings all still uh, have two older sisters and one older brother, and they still all watch Young and the Restless. Um, they kind of gave up all the other shows along the way, but they – well the networks eventually gave up on the most of them but uh you know, before them, that yeah, they've but, given up right. on them but they everybody still watches young and the restless and um you know when 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 she was sick a couple of years ago and I went down there at kind of at the end um my brother and I would take care of her during the day and she would always kind of take a nap around one o'clock and that's when world turns would come on and I was amazed because he and I had never talked about soap operas ever even though we kind of grew up in this family together and he's nine years older he knew so much soap opera history and the stuff before me. Like he remembered Secret Storm, and uh, you know yeah. things that uh, that I was too young to remember. Um, but he would always ask when World Turns would come on, "Where's Lisa?" Um, and so th- I think that's one reason why my mom tuned out because there stopped being any Lisa or, or people that she knew. 
but he was always mm-hmm. happy to see Bob and, and, and the familiar characters. That's what's great about General Hospital now is they kind of have bringing back these um, old school characters, and I think it, um, you know, it, it's great for people that watch it. And it's, I, I think they're doing it in such an interesting way. Hopefully, newer fans can get into it too. Oh, absolutely! I was saying earlier today, I was like, it's something seems so right about AJ Quarterman being back in the Q house. Like, I think something was completely, utterly right about that. Seeing, seeing phase on today. Oh, spoiler alert! If you didn't watch it on today. <laughs> Um, yes, seeing Faison today was absolutely mesmerizing to me. What, I mean, what is your, I, what is your, what is your spoiler policy? Like, this is something I was talking about with somebody today. Like, at what point is it not a spoiler? Like, after it airs on the West Coast? Like, after it airs in Hawaii? After, like, you know, people that... I always say after it airs on the West Coast, then it's no longer a spoiler alert. Um, technically, that has now changed to once it's now posted on Twitter, then it's not considered a spoiler anymore. Yeah, because but, but it, tends, it gets posted on, on Twitter within five seconds when it airs or two days before it airs. I'm like, seriously? Well, yeah, I mean, people, you know, people, I mean, supposedly all these people aren't home, any, you know, during the day. And that's one reason why ratings went down. But um, it seems like an awful lot of people are watching live. If you're following the Twitter feeds, it seems like an awful lot of people are watching. Um, probably none of them are part of the Nielsen sample either. Um but you know, I, a lot of people watch it when they get home. So then that's that's way after, you know, the West Coast has seen it. That's like four o'clock our time on the East Coast um, is when I think GH comes on the West. So, um, but, yeah. but people that are working, that's many many hours later. So then, you know, what I did today was just, you know, I I, I made a post, but I embedded all the information after you click. So you have to kind of click on it to see anything. Um, and encourage people not to click on it if they haven't watched it because I want people to enjoy it, but I don't want to wait, you know, like a whole day to discuss it. So there, there's this, you know, and then I, I didn't mention anything specific on Twitter, uh, but I saw people were like right away. So like the only thing I really went out of my way to mention was when Monica slapped Carly today. That was pretty much the only thing I went out of my way to say. And when I said when I said that Sabrina slapped. Britney, I meant it in a metaphorical sense, not actually slapping her. And I think a lot of people kind of confused that Sabrina actually slapped Britney, but I was like, no, metaphorically she slapped her simply because of her words being used to her. And I think it was actually, I think it was actually clever. Um, But yes, I was actually cheering when Monica slapped Carly today. That was was, awesome. She didn't hold back. It's like she hasn't been on the show for so many years. She's been saving that up. She's just wound her. back. Here uh, comes the pitch, and boom, here you go. Erica Kane's got nothing on Monica right now at this point with those slaps. As you know, Erica Kane can slap too. But, yeah, I, I there, totally... You know, speaking, I, of, speaking of spoilers, um, you know, GH has done a really good job. I mean, a lot of people got, thought it was, you know, phase on, and, and, and so a lot of people yeah. thought that, but there there was this little hint of doubt. They've done such a good job of, of keeping things under wraps that, you know, it could have been somebody else. Uh, you know, it, it, there was a possibility. And, and the reveal was so good, it almost didn't matter. Um, yeah, it really didn't matter. And I, you know, I, I know that there was some little bit of doubt. And when that was placed, the first thing I said was, if they make it Grant Putnam, I'll die. Oh, my God, did I not like him. 
And <laughs> I really did not want Grant Putnam back. I said that numerous times. I, I really would have screamed for the Holy Ghost if it was Grant Putnam. I really would have. Really would have. You know, I, you know, I think you and I have talked about this. Like, I always thought, you know, you, you're probably not going to get millions of new fans suddenly tuning into this show. But, it, you know, 30 years ago, 14 million people were watching every day. So some of those people are still around. And if you just kind of embrace everything that people liked and about the show, um, any of these shows, and, and give fans what they want, you have a chance to maybe get some of those people back. Um, and so I, I think they're doing a pretty good job of that. Um, you know, there's a few things I, I don't don't like, but for the most part, that show consistently entertains me. Um, Bold and the Beautiful is entertaining me only because I really love Susan Flannery and. I think yeah. two, two weeks from now it's going to be over. <laughs> uh, it'll be back to Steffi. I really am. I, I'm i not ready for it. I really don't want Susan Flannery to leave the show, but, you know, this is this was her decision. And I, I just, I loved the episodes where they did the, tri- you know, basically the tributes to her with each of the characters, especially the episode with Brooke and Stephanie. And I just thought that was, Absolutely, tremendously wonderful. Um, Has there ever been really... anything like this? I'm trying. I mean, you know, we've gotten. You know, uh, Alice Horton had a nice send off, but this is after the actress had died. I'm trying to think. You know, when an actress was just retiring, she's still directing indie soaps and doing other things. And you know, I'm trying to think when somebody just left a show like this, did they get this kind of send off? It's usually unceremonious. Um, I don't think I've ever heard of it. I, I don't think I've ever heard of anything like this, especially. Especially where they did a two-week celebration for her. Not to mention the fact that they're continuing this until her final air date. Yeah, this two-week celebration is lasting a while. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. And that alone, in in the fact of that, it it definitely, it's not, it's completely unheard of. It's very unheard of. So this is the first time I've ever seen anything like it, and I actually... I'm enjoying what they're doing, and, you know, it takes away from the trifecta that is Steffi, Liam, and Hope every day. And so I am enjoying that in that retrospect. Uh, young oh, I know, I know what we're going to get five days a week after this is over. Bill and Brooke. <laughs> Bill and Brooke. Bill and Brooke. As much as... All right. As much as I'm interested in that... Yeah, I'm not interested in that five days a week, though. But <laughs> Heather Tom's been great. I mean, I'm assuming eventually she'll... I mean, we know she had her baby in her life, but I'm assuming she's going to be off the show for some time from maternity leave. She like, only, it seems like she's still she working. Only, didn't she say she only took a two-week leave? And <laughs> she only <laughs> took a two-week leave and was going back to work. Um, I thought that's what I heard, but maybe I'm wrong. And why not? She, she's been, she's I, been I, really I, terrific and... and you know, the Emmys love her, so I've, I'm assuming she has no chance of winning an Emmy this year because they always do the opposite of what they're supposed to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, Y&R, like, it's a little bit boring, but today, like, I, my favorite scene was Ronan. Um, like, I thought Jeff Branson really did a good job today. Um, uh, did you notice any changes with the show ever since? Um, I, I feel like it's Kenneth. better. I, I was really mad that Phyllis got off scot-free. Um I mean, I, I know they don't, they don't want to write a prison. They don't want to write a prison storyline. That's all. That's the alternative, right? So you got to do something. I kind of wish they hadn't brought it up. Like if we're going to go through, because as much as I used to be annoyed by cricket, um, 
the, when Phyllis was like really just hammering her, like I wanted Phyllis Cricket to like punch her. Um, so I, I think it's better. It's just um, you know, and Y and R has always been a different show. And and like you know, when Bill Bell was writing it, even in the eighties and in the early nineties, people would still say after it went to number one. Um, People still say it's too slow. Some people thought it was too boring, and but but mm-hmm. w- when he was writing it, we always got a payoff. You know what I mean? Like like even if a storyline was was seemed boring or tedious, like every every day counted, and and eventually all those all that yeah. dialogue and all those scenes is going to build up to something awesome, like David in the grinder with his or David with a killer on his forehead. Like all the all these things went somewhere eventually, and so. You know, I don't have total confidence anymore these days that stuff is going to go places. Um, but it's definitely better than it was. Um, I, th- I think the last couple of months of Maria was better than it was. Um, but we'll, we'll see long term. But, but it's not like edge of my seat. Like I like with GH at 2 o'clock today, I was going to be here with my TV on. With YNR, you know, I had to go to the bank. I had some stuff to do. <laughs> and I wasn't like <laughs> I, urgently. I didn't have to be there live. I mean, it's all on the DVR. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I, GH was appointment TV. Who, who I wanted to see it live when everybody else found out who was behind the mask. I wanted to see GH live today. I was very excited that I was home to watch it this afternoon, and I was so enthralled majorly with the the scenes with Carly, AJ, Michael, and Monica, and Faison and Robin. Um, I'm slowly starting to like Lulu and Dante. I said slowly, not fully there yet. Because I still find them to be boring. I, I was more of a fan of Lulu and Johnny Zakara than I am of Lulu and Dante. But um, the this stuff that was going on with the confrontation with Carly and AJ was absolutely mesmerizing, especially since those two, Sean Kane and Laura Wright, never worked together. So it was nice to see those two actually it, it's, get it, together and do something. You know, you're, that's that's a great point because Laura Wright's been so good. It's great to have Sean Kane back, but. I don't even think like that she sold it so well, like her feelings about him, and and I don't. Even, it doesn't even cross my mind that they didn't act together. You know what I mean? Like it's. Um, I think they've done a great job. I was totally invested in, in in her seeing him when she saw him for on the dock for a second and seeing him again. I was totally invested in that, and and, and you know, and I'm trying to think back at other examples in soap history. Like usually, it's never the same, right? It's not the same two actors, and you just don't feel anything but i was totally right. invested in that um so yeah yeah and and it's great to see monica she was in our top 10 people voted her into the top 10 this week favorite a- actors and that was great actresses um and the uh, nurses ball is coming back gh is good i mean I, the, the one thing i don't like is the connie storyline um i've been hearing a lot about that i i have been hearing a difference of opinion on that story that not many people are fond of it at the moment I just I don't I don't know I I think um, the, the 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 multiple personalities like it, it, it you know it it was so unique and so um, you know different and and now it's just it's so common and, and I I think it's being played for laughs now um, but I don't know I just to me on Friday like the difference between today's show and Friday's show is. Friday that whole or it went on Thursday and Friday the trial stuff with her trial like I just didn't care. Uh, okay. And I was just, I was that to me that was just, it, it, and it was written as filler. You know, sometimes on stuff we have, what we have, it seems like filler scenes where people are just talking and filling time. Um, they didn't feel like that because it was a courtroom, and 
I just wasn't invested in it, and I was wanting them to. I was dying to get back to Robin and what was happening. And um, but today that wasn't on. So I, the entire show I loved, even the Dante Lulu stuff. I I loved. It was, yeah. it, it, it was a nice change of pace between all the other craziness. Um, and then there's a double whammy, right? Two big reveals in the same episode. I can't remember when that happened, or, or you know, the last few years of like World Turns, where they had so few characters on every episode. There's usually one, sto- you know, it's like the same people each each segment, and they're they're having these long conversations because you couldn't afford to pay that many actors, so you're having each character say 700 words of, or pages of dialogue, and it, it was sometimes tedious, whereas this really moves quickly. And I do love longer scenes and, and, and kind of yearn for some of that old, like, Ryan's early Ryan's Hope-type five-minute scene, but um, GH is entertaining. That's the one thing. And a lot of days, especially the last couple of days, it's been appointment TV that you have to watch live. And I think, you know, you might have asked us a year ago about – or, or when World Turns went off about the, or, or One Life to Live went off with the four remaining shows, and we probably didn't feel that way about any of those four at that point. Um, right. So it gives me hope that they all could become that. Um, you know, Days is probably the most uh, boring to watch. Like, I I want them all to last forever. What is like, this reboot number? 1,705? If a daytime stuff is still in the air, I feel like it has a chance, right? Like, you know, just you muddle through and and it's going to get better. It's going to turn a corner. Days is is hard sometimes because they they have the reboots are coming more. They're coming faster, <laughs> and uh, it, it doesn't. You know, we 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 one writer brings back Jack from the dead. The next writer kills him off. Then Jack's back from the dead again. Then the next writer kills him off. Um, you know that it's just whiplash with some of that, um, but I'm looking forward to Will and Sonny this 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 week. Um, I feel like it's kind of you know trying to be a really traditional old school soap um, and be topical, um, but it's just um, it takes too long to get anywhere. Um, but but as long as it's on the air, it could get better. Look how you know GH turned around pretty quickly. Oh yeah. Um, and and look at us. This week is is you know Faison, Duke, Luke, Robert Scorpio, um, Anna. I mean, all these people are are, are on the show now, and and I love it because I think Finola Hughes is about the greatest thing going, and uh, now she's going to have like four different guys that, that want her. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Anna's what what other what other show? What other show has like a woman of that age? Uh, Usually it's like some creepy guy that all these women are lusting after, and it makes no sense. Uh, I could totally get why everybody in Port Charles would want Anna. Um, oh, absolutely. So, anyway, I, I think you're doing a good it. job. Anna Devane is it. As I said, Anna Devane can do no wrong. She can and do the, no and wrong. The, the flashbacks, um, they've been so effective um, for lots of different stories this year. So I, I think that's... Uh, I think that's a, you know it's something that soaps have that are unique. Um, mm-hmm. You know you can tap into that history, and and, and I, I'm glad that they're using it. It's you know there there, there were times in, in, over the years when we were growing up watching soaps that people, they would show a flashback just to tell everybody what happened the day before, and, and, and those are always those those are always annoying, right? Like we know what happened, you're just wasting time. But these are like just flashbacks from 25 years ago <laughs> that uh, are you know. They they are very educational and it makes it really makes the story, especially with the Robin and Duke thing. 
on uh, Friday. It was a really great use of flashback. So um, it it gives me hope. Like I, 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 you know, I had my doubts if if like five hours a week was even feasible to be entertaining um, anymore. Like like this kind of entertainment. Um, but but lately it has been, and so we'll we'll see if it sustains itself over a long period of time. But um, um, yeah, I'm 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 pretty happy. I feel very helpful. I think ABC actually, you know, gives a care about their one remaining soap, which is shocking compared to where we were a couple of years ago. Absolutely. Same thing for CBS Daytime, don't you think? Yes. I, I mean, I, I think. Um, yeah, I, I don't get CBS Daytime just because they still have the Let's Make a Deal on. <laughs> uh, I will know. That's my least favorite game show of all time, right? So then when Godding Light goes off I the air. I didn't write this crap. Remember uh, that. I didn't write this crap. Oh, God. You know, when Godding Light goes off the air, they replaced it with a game show, and it's the worst. My what I thought was the worst game show of all time. Like, there's been bad game shows over the years, but. Um, when Milton Burl, not Milton Burl, um, Monty Hall hosted it. When Monty Hall hosted it, I, I, I watched it. I never watched it live. Obviously, it was on Game Show Network. Hello. I mean, but even my, then, when I watched it, I was like, "What's so entertaining about people showing up in costumes?" I never. Yeah. Money. I mean, I mean, my favorite game show. Well, I love Pressure Luck and I love um, Match Game. I also like Dollar Ninety Eight Beauty Beauty Contest. But I might not so have an opinion people need to listen to. <laughs> I don't know. I you probably don't remember that show, yeah. Dollar Ninety Eight Beauty Contest, but. Um, it was short-lived no. but awesome. <laughs> no, never, no, no. I don't think, no, I don't think I've ever heard of it. But uh, yeah, man, Mash Game was Mash Game was my ish. It still is my ish. I want one of those microphones. It. I've always wanted to have those for We Love Soaps microphones. Those Gene Rayburn long, skinny, straw-looking microphones. I love those. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be there. I just want to point them at somebody and interview them. I just, I love I would that. Trip over them if I, I had one of those. I would trip over the cord. That would be me. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, just me. But I totally, totally love that you came here tonight. I really do. Yes, happy and anniversary, Navelle. You. You, you, I'm really proud of you, and I think uh, you know, you just get better and better. You've you you know you talked about me, but you've interviewed so many people and so many different genres, and you know lots of really big stars. Um, and so it, it it's really awesome, and I love seeing you pursue this um, and, and the different things you've done. So I'm really happy for you, and um, uh, glad to be part of it. Thank you very much. Everything that you guys have done at We Love Soaps and bringing soap classics in, in, into the forefront. It, Absolutely amazing, especially for this guy who has been, as the world turns, centric for a long time. It really was the first show that I ever watched. Thank you, Dan Regan, for your voice getting me to watch the show. And who celebrated a birthday yesterday. Happy 64. Birthday. Yes. Yes. I had to get to the birthday list after you reminded me. I did. I was like, oh, by the way, Dan Regan's birthday is today. <laughs> you can't forget the voice. Uh, but it was just, you know, that was pretty much my first thing that I saw of World Terms was the opening with the the blue beans coming out of the logo. And, <laughs> and that's pretty much what drew my attention. I was like, whoa! And um, the music and, you know, everything about the opening sequence at that time of World Turns On and On, 
uh, it was pretty much what drew me into the show. I was like, that opening pretty much drew me into what was going on in the lives of everybody in Oakdale. And I got I got into it, you know, I got into it. And it was pretty much one of my favorite shows of all time uh, on, on daytime television. And, you know, I do miss it. And um, it is what it is. You know, it is gone, but its memory lives on, you know. Everybody's putting up episodes on YouTube as it is. And you know it's still it's still here, so you know I, I love it, and uh, you know I appreciate everything that you have been doing with at We Love Subs TV, and continuing to do that many of us can't do. So I admire you for that, and I respect you for that, and I wish you all the best, and please keep on going. Don't stop doing what you're doing. All right, man. We'll talk soon. Take care. Absolutely. All right. Bye bye. And many thanks to all you guys for sticking it with me for the past five years here at Buzzworthy Radio. Thank you so much for allowing my return to Blog Talk Radio for the evening be a tremendous one for all of you. Thank you so much to everyone who has listened to the show for supporting it all these years, to keep on supporting it for many more years to come, many more podcasts to come. I thank you for that. You can follow me on Twitter at Buzzworthy Radio as well as liking our Facebook at the same name. Just go on Facebook, like our Facebook page, Buzzworthy Radio, and visit our official website at buzzworthy.urradio.com. Unavailability, making sure you keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. We'll see you guys next time. And thank you again for making my five years, Buzzworthy Radio, that much more memorable. See you guys later on. Take care.